I would like to invite our uh, children, the children who are here, to come, come forward um, in front of the chancel here. And if parents, you want to come with your little ones, if that would help them and you, you're welcome to do that as well. But come on forward. I have a story to share with everyone, but especially the children who are with us this morning. And last time, we had a really full crowd. So maybe make some room and make sure people around you have a place to sit. And I know you guys already know this, but I want to remind you just to keep your hands and feet to yourself and no climbing on things. Those are rules in church that we follow. So come on down and grab a seat. And let me share this story. See, there's some room we need to make for our friends who are coming down here. So can maybe you guys scoot over this way just a little bit? Maybe a little more room. And then everybody can find a seat together. This is great. Welcome. So. There's something pretty big that's happening this morning. There's a marathon happening this morning. Do you guys know what a marathon is? Yeah, it's a huge race. It's a 26-mile race, 26.2 miles to be exact. So just to give you a sense of how long a marathon is, if I just ran loops around the sanctuary, it would take me probably seven hours to run a marathon. So I would be here until it's 11.30 now, so I'd be here until probably 6 o'clock just running. That's how long it takes to run a marathon. It's a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go run around the sanctuary or anything like that. But I do wanna share a story with you this morning about running. And this is a story that comes from the Jewish tradition. There was once a rabbi who was a Jewish teacher. He saw a man who was running, who'd been running hard and running fast and he was sweating and he'd been running, running, running for a long time, it looked like, running hard and fast. And the rabbi, the teacher, said to him, friend, what, what are you running after? And the man barely even stopped, but he slowed down just a little bit to look over at the rabbi and he said, I'm running after my good fortune. I'm trying to catch my good fortune. I have to go, and he just kept running. And then the rabbi says to this man, who's, who's now you know, off in the distance because he's running, he says, silly man, your good fortune has been trying to chase you, but you are running too fast. Right? We've had these moments where we're thinking about one thing or we're moving so quickly through the world that we just miss seeing the blessings and the gifts that are around us. Let me give you an example. Sometimes when I'm out and about, I just drive. And when I drive, I miss all kinds of things. When I walk, I start to notice incredible things. The other day I was walking with someone around a lake and we saw an osprey that had caught a fish and it was up in a tree with this big fish in its talons, and it was amazing. I'd never seen that before, it was, a, it was a blessing. The other day, instead of driving somewhere, I walked with my family, and we walked past this tree that I've seen a billion times, and guess what I noticed on this tree I'd never seen before? A mushroom, I'm not kidding you, that was like this big up in the tree. I think maybe it's like called a chicken of the something of the woods mushroom? I don't know. I need to figure that out. Is that right? Chicken of the woods is ginormous. This huge mushroom. Sometimes we have to slow down to notice our good fortune, to notice things around us. 
And that reminds me that earlier this week, maybe you've heard these conversations in your family, at school, with your parents, there were a bunch of racial justice activists, people who believe in creating a better world for people, for all people, for black-skinned people and brown-skinned and white-skinned people who want to create a better world for all of us. And they want to have police that treat everyone the same. They want to have a world that works for all of us. That group of racial justice activists, they said, we're going to disrupt this 26-mile race. We are gonna stand near the finish line and disrupt the race because we have real big concerns about the way people in our community are being treated and we need people to wake up and pay attention to this. So if you've been training to run 26 miles and you hear that someone might get in the way of the race and prevent you from finishing the race, you can imagine there were some people who were pretty angry and upset, who were really upset that this might happen. And you need to know, as far as I understand, the group decided they weren't gonna disrupt the race, they were gonna be on the side of the race trying to bring attention to their issues, to our issues as a community. But the possibility, the idea that this race might get interrupted. Have any of you guys ever walked in like a 1K or a 5K or a fundraiser race? Can you imagine walking and then someone stops you from finishing it? Kind of makes you stop and think. And that's what happened for us as a whole community. We had to stop and think and these runners had to stop and think, whoa, what are the issues in this community I need to pay attention to? And I will tell you for me, as I stopped and started thinking about this and really started slowing down, I started thinking about the good fortunes in my life. And what I mean by good fortunes is the fact I have a job that I love, ministry, I have a house, I have a car, I have many gifts and blessings in my life, and most of the time I can go anywhere and do anything and I'm not bothered or harassed or noticed even. Many of the people who run marathons have many good fortunes in their lives. So sometimes our busy lives have to be disrupted. Sometimes we have to slow down to consider what it might mean to actually stop running Remember the man who was running after his fortune to actually stop and look around and see other people around us or behind us, those who are asking for justice? We have to slow down so we can make sure our community is really a place where all people can thrive. So my hope for you all and for all of us this morning is that we might go slowly in these coming days so that the good fortunes of our own lives can catch up with us so that we can see more clearly the fortunes or lack of fortunes around us and that together we can build a community that works for every single human being. Thank you so much for your attention, for listening this morning and for being with us. I invite you to go back to your adults that you came here with and as you go back, I invite the rest of the congregation to stand and we will sing together, "'Tis a gift to be simple.'"